Hello, everybody. We're the Jeep Life Podcast, and we're coming at you um, from the Jeep Life Podcast studio. We live that Jeep life, and we want to share it with you and have you share yours with us, and we love it. We got people watching live, and of course, always, I'm joined by two coolest people I know. I I just like spending money. <laughs> he likes spending money. He likes spending other people's money. Yeah. I hate spending money, and it always. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody is always spending your money. And somebody is that is true. Slash Scott slash Eric. Yeah. So, um, Don, how you doing today? I'm doing good. Man, I, I it was a it was a close miss. I mean, you almost didn't make it tonight, right? No, I wasn't because they they uh the, my my kids' school switched over to virtual last minute. Ooh. For, just for mm. tomorrow. Just though. for tomorrow. Just yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not that big of a deal. Now, but I wanted to get them ready because I won't be home and Amy's got Zoom meetings. And, oh, yeah. You know, but uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I think they're okay. They, they should be fine. Just put them out in the front yard. They'll be fine. I was almost, I might, I might take them to work, but man, I don't know. So, <laughs> so there's a lot of people trying to jump on this trip that we might be planning. I, uh, I just got like three text messages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I like it. Let's let's take as many as we can. It's, it's it's that's a lot of there's a lot to do. There's a lot of logistics with that. We need a we need a logistics planner. Cause you know we're not. We need it sponsored. And that voice is Bill. Bill, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. Kind of tired. There was a lot of skiing today. I was on the slopes at six thirty this morning. Yeah. Setting a course. Um. It was a lot of fun. Awesome pictures. But yeah. That's awesome. So. Did you do anything cool jeeping this week? Mm, worked, worked on the worked buggy, on the buggy a little bit. Yeah. yeah, here and there. But yeah. besides that. Cool. I did. Did you? Yeah. Did you put those Yukons in? No, I didn't quite get them in yet. I really didn't have enough time to do that. But I, I had I had another job Wednesday that kept me pretty busy all day. Oh, you did, did I did, you? Yeah, I, you, yeah. you worked on Scott's buggy. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. And man. So I got to tell you, now... Yeah. Um, I, I honestly, I'm kind of ashamed to say this, but I never drove a triple rate spring. Yeah. And after we were done, we went out in the road. Oh my God. Yeah. That is a game changer. Those, those RKs, like I can't, I have nothing to compare it to. I've driven coilovers already. Yep. Yep. And they were great, but this had a different feel to it. Yeah. Yeah. That he's got that rig set up nicely. and. You know, he couldn't stop raving about your alignment. Yeah, I'm glad. He I'm glad. he said we, we had six hours into it though. Yeah. It was he, he said he said that your your touch on it was just yeah, flawless. I'm glad. I'm glad. But yeah, it was I those triple rate springs. I wasn't totally sold on the idea of having yeah. triple rate springs more so than a progressive rate on a on an off road vehicle, but after driving it, yeah. It is incredible. What? So everybody that's out there, if you have a uh, a dual rate or a multi-rate, like a cloak coil or a, a rock crawler or looking at it, I, I highly suggest it. Yeah. Well, I've got a set of rock crawlers out in the garage, triple rate. Um, yeah, you had. Waiting waiting to go. On my rig. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we'll, we'll arm wrestle for it. I don't know. Yeah, right. That's not fair. Your arm's like, one of your arms is like twice my leg. Yeah, but I'm fat. It doesn't Just... matter. Yeah. Scary. Your hands are big. <laughs> I love it. Um, so it, yeah. Speaking of Scott, man, I got to go out and hit the trail with Scott on Friday. Lucky. Yeah, we had originally planned to go on Thursday, but yeah, that was an oops. Huh? Yeah, right. So I text up Dave at, at AOA. Hey, man, you, I'm going to see you tomorrow. And he's like, dude, we're closed. I was like, <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> this time of the year, they're they're only open like Friday through Monday. Um, so how was it Friday? Oh man, it was great. It was freaking cold. It looked awesome. But it was really great. There was we, some snow in the trails up there. There, yeah. there was some snow. We, it, you know, in the, on the, you know, the parking lot and all that, it was, there was no snow whatsoever. But once we got up to the ridge, there was quite mm-hmm. a bit of snow. Um, it wasn't deep snow. It was just snow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't deep snow, just snow. It was well, just it's, snow. It's, you it's, know. It's, a, it's a nuisance snow that sits in front of the rocks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you, you can't get any traction. Yeah, would I not once did either one of us really have any any it's trouble? Just, and uh, we, you know, we did um, some blacks that were new to me. We did one hundred seven and one hundred eight, the black portions of those trails, um, and those were those were a good time. Some big ass rocks, um, but nothing. I I didn't feel uncomfortable 
you know, maybe once. And that was actually on Fern Ridge, a place I'd already been. I want to get you on 162. Times. Yeah, let's go. I'm, I'm that, in. that one picture you sent me was a, that was a pretty big ledge that you yeah. were up on. Yeah. That looked, that looked decent. Um, I did run the, the skid plate. No, I ran the rock slide on that one. Um, climbing up once I got my front front tires over it. Yeah. I did run break, on that a little bit. A little bit. But most of the time I stayed off the metal. Um I felt really comfortable with with now, was Scott the, spotting you or were you kinda on your own? Sometimes, but most of the time it was both of us on kinda on our own right doing right. the thing because it was only two of us and yeah. it was cold and yeah. um but he he did spot me through some of the times that I felt it was a little yeah weird. And I actually on on those times I went up and kind of helped him through it. Right. I'm right. not a very good spotter. Um, but, you know, I can see a line and I can help be a set of eyes because there were a couple times where the nose was up in the air. And when it noses up in the air, it's very hard to well, see you're, anything. you're working by memory at yeah. that point. You know, you kind of got to take that mental picture before you point that nose up. That's it, exactly. A lot of practice, too. Yeah, yeah. But it was, you know, it was great to have, you know, a little more seat time, but it's also, I, I got... I felt like I got the seat pay. Time. I felt like I got the payoff from all the seat time that we invested right. last year, um, going and well, so, that's really. I mean, uh, you can't beat seat time. Like, yeah. and and you got to get out of your comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. Um. If you don't, you're never going to grow. I mean, not leaps and bounds. You should never. You know, if you're shaking and and you know ready to vomit, pushing yourself <laughs> too hard. But, you know, <laughs> some butterflies in the stomach are okay yeah. once in a while. Yeah. You know, especially when you're with somebody that that's a good wheeler. Right. Yeah, and, and Scott's awesome, and you know he's Scott come, is, and he's got a lot of seat time. Yeah, you know, and and so yeah, I haven't been wheeling in so long. We're gonna have to start me out in green trails and, <laughs> and <laughs> spot me through mud puddles. I think it's real important that when you when you go out, especially with somebody that has the experience like him or his brother or some of the others, they could easily just plow through things, leave you in the dust, and then you know if you get stuck and or on the rocks or do something, you know it kind of puts you uncomfortable it'd be easy for them to you know laugh at you and not nah, um, yeah not but but not in this not in the off-roading segment like i, I just don't it, see it people are really decent about yeah that. they may throw you a pink helmet you know and, <laughs> but but i don't i none of it's done in my opinion or anything that i've seen in any kind of negative no light. no Absolutely. no 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 not in the off-roading world no. it's yeah. just it's different it's a different mentality and that's part of what I enjoy about it. And everyone know? lends a hand no Everybody matter does. where you are. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's, yep. I mean, even seeing it through the club and everything, you know, we're going out, we wheel a lot. Yeah. We lead groups of people that some of them never wheeled before, but right. we're still right. willing to, right. you know, let's go, let's Driving go show road. you something. Yep. Let's try this. You yep. know, if you don't like it, you don't like it, but you tried it. Right. Right. You know, and it, it's something I've, I've, I felt comfortable kind of, you know, leading greens and blues. Right. Um, but I'm starting to feel comfortable. I'm, I, I'm definitely not ready to lead any black trails, but I'm certainly, That's, it requires a lot. Like I don't even yeah. want to lead a black trail. No. Like I'm I'll go out on a black it. trail right. with you right. guys, but besides that, well, no. I, I think I would go out and lead a black trail with other people capable of driving black trails. Right. I wouldn't sure. want to take somebody that was a green blue yeah, and try and teach them black. Like I'm just not, especially right now, because I really, I have this deep. I mean, since my TJ, I really haven't been on a black. Right. Uh, the JK one time went down yeah. Barney Rubble with it. Yeah, um, you, but, but you you do a really good job of you. You're really calming when you're when you're calling out directions and everything. Right, it might be. Can't wait to have you as my spotter to go down like Twister or something. But like you that. are a good <laughs> spotter, and I I appreciate well, I, that. I, I, thank you. I, right. I I enjoy it, and and I haven't wanted to beat up the new the new JK because I know how quick the TJ right. took a beating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it does. That's what it's sitting in the garage, a shop for this winter is yeah. kind of prepping it to get it out in some trails and do some rock crawling with it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and it, I didn't it, feel like it was built. It wasn't quite built for it. It wasn't geared right. You know, with the 321s and the manual, you got to be a little bit lower here. You know, right. you got to idle over the stuff right. and, and the 33s. Yeah. You know, so we'll, I'm, I'm looking forward to it this year. Yeah. Next time we go, we're not leaving it in the parking lot. Nope. No, it's going out. It's going out. Yep. I like it. Um, so yeah, that was kind of my, and, and we've, we've kind of talked about this. I'm not a mutter. I don't, Really like going into mud. I don't mud. like mud either. I no. will, but I'd rather not. I lost one motor. <laughs> no, right? We, and you know, I 
I I can give it twenty four hours. And for everybody out there, that's a really freaking expensive mistake. <laughs> that is. It oh is, my god! It's, it's that three six is expensive engine. Yeah, it's not cheap. I don't ever want to do it. I don't. It's and then they have these it. things called core charges that yeah, they yeah. slap another fourteen hundred bucks on top of it. Oh geez. Yeah. Uh, oh no. But Just you get it. it back. Yeah. Yeah. But you still have to like put it out, put it out first, yeah. and then yep. it's like you get it back, and then sometimes it takes a little while. Yeah. So I, I like my Jeep to be muddy for exactly 24 hours. Yeah. You know, I want it to be dirty to let's, see. Let's rephrase this. You like it to have accents for right, 24 right, hours. Right. So if I'm going to do mud, there has to be a reason. Like I'm yep. not going to just go seek out a mud puddle or no. a swamp. Yep. I have to, there has to be a reason. And man, do I, like my younger days, yeah. I hit everything at like 120 miles an hour <laughs> to the floor. And now it's like, I, I'm so cautious. I'm a little more carefree in rocks than I am mud yeah. anymore. You know? So yeah. right now the Jeep is very dirty, but it's dirty from like normal driving through and over everything and anything. Yeah. <laughs> puddle. <laughs> Which is like not even puddle, but it's like, oh, a little bit of water on the side of the road. Yeah. Just like we'll throw it up. You know, yeah. a little bit. And I've been hey, driving look, to dirt in the side of the road. Well, I also been driving like weird hours. So I've been driving in like six like four or five o'clock in the morning to go up to the mountain. Yeah. yeah. And is the road just, the road used when I went up there, now this is going back twenty years ago. It used it's to be not paved. smooth. Is it paved it's now? Paved. Okay. It's not it used smooth, to be it though. used to be a dirt yeah. road, I think, going into Blue Mountain. Back the backside. Yeah. Yeah. For a long time. There is still another there's two dirt roads that go over Blue Mountain, but this this right. one got yeah. Yeah. But so I obviously yesterday went and cleaned up my Jeep. Right. It looks good. And, yeah. you know, I, part of me is I don't want rust underneath it. I want it to still look good when, when you guys get under it and go, oh, that's a lot of scraping going on, but there's not so much rust. Right. And, you know, I got a lot of rust. I don't want, they I don't do want keep that your rust. Jeep. Your Jeep's clean. It's pretty clean. I mean, it's not much of a cross member left for his <laughs> mouth left in the middle, but no, but, uh, it's clean. It yeah. definitely is. Uh, so I want that to be clean. So and that was kind out. of my Jeep life yesterday as well. I saw the pictures too on Facebook. Even the floor is clean. Even night. the floor, which leads us right to our product review, which right after that, a little bit later, we're going to talk, um, Bill and I get to talk with the um, senior director for Armalite, Mr. David Ladd. And man, that was an awesome conversation. I know it's the second time we've gotten to talk yeah. to him. I'm sorry I missed um, it, too. Yeah, I'm we hated dumb. you missed it. Yeah. yeah. He's um, super cool guy, like, I easy to this, talk to. His company is just stellar. I can't get yeah. enough. Yeah. I can't wait to, you know, that's that's on my bucket list as an armor life. Well, they're coming out with a lot of new products. I'm kind of waiting lot to of see, new and see what's coming out. And, a lot and, of new uh, stuff. You know, I have WeatherTechs, and I like them, but it's not. You know, WeatherTech's a great product, but it is not the same thing as Armor Light. No. You know, and, no. and for a little bit more money, you can have the Armor Light, which is Absolutely. the whole system. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's pretty awesome. So I I got a chance to um, dirty up my brand new uh, Armor Light that I installed last week. Feels um, good, doesn't it? It, it? it does. And I want to see if I can make this happen. Um, see if I can drop in a picture hey, so you guys can button? see. I did hit the button. Did you? Yeah. All right. We're recording. Okay. So this is my armor <laughs> it's light. It's a little late to like mention that one. Right when I installed it. Um, and it looks real nice and clean and looks good. Um, it's and beautiful. Then, such a pretty system too. It like, really it is, is. Oh my God. Terrible. <laughs> terrible to get like roll it though. Like to get it to roll yeah. under things and through the seats. Ugh. Oh, it, it was. It and was when a, it's cold out. Good luck. It was even worse. And it, it was, it was tough. Yeah. Um, so as you can see, I did get, um, some snow and, um, and that snow also tracked in a little bit of mud. So as you can see, it, it wasn't clean. It was pretty dirty. And I kept wondering, cause it dried up and I kept going, man, am I just grounding this mud in? Is it just going to keep? So. I've had like those Mopar. You ever see those Mopar floor? Oh, the, the ones yeah, you had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, they suck. They're great. I mean, they're really great until they you go to clean easily. them. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they stain easily. So yeah. that this doesn't do that, right? You like you wipe yeah. this it right is, off. 
Yeah. No, they're awesome. And, and mine, like I had those in the JK, the old one, and they, they wore great. And they, yeah. Right. But they were really tough to get to clean. Yep. They right. can never get them to look clean. Let me see if I can find the picture of me, of, of the flooring right after I cleaned it. Um, let's see if I can drop that in. Oh, uh, look at that. It looks exactly the way it did when it, when it came out new. Um, so it, it was really, I was blown away. It does, so I, it cleans up very well. So, yeah. and I can say that after having it for six months, it cleans up. You just take a little bit of soap, water, and a little agitation from yeah. the scrubbing brush and you're yeah. good. This was, um, warm water and a towel. Yep. And didn't use any soap, didn't use anything. And- because of the body plugs on it and the way the system's designed, you literally, I mean... Just wash it down. You could take a bucket of warm water and rot wash it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm i a little hesitant of, of throwing water in because I... He did say, you want to be careful. You want yeah. it to no, be more of like a wanna, yeah, I, downward no, no, no. I was, direction. I was going to say, yeah. I don't think you just want to splash it in, but I mean, you literally could take, yeah. you know, wipe it down and then... Just yep. take some water and carefully dump it down the, Absolutely. the, the body drain. Yeah, and I actually mm-hmm. used a, a cup right. of, of warm water, and as soon as I got everything kind of lined up, I had the drain plug pulled, and I, I poured yeah, it, and exactly. I, I ran the, you know, the towel squeegeed over it, it off. and squeegeed yeah. it down to the drain. So, and, you know, it was it was pretty awesome. I The so, install on it was challenging. Well, it was cold. But it was cold. And it, I was by myself, and then, you know, I got like 85% done, and you came over and did yeah. the last 10%. So, got it. So what do you think it took you time-wise to put it in? I think, Bill, you said it took like an hour and a half to do yours. Yeah. It was less than two hours, and, yeah. I, and that was pulling the carpets. We didn't have to pull the carpets no. for him. He already right. had them. Um, the secret that I found, and we didn't do this Just on take yours. all the plastic I took out. all the trim off. Right. So the door trim and everything, right. I took all that out, and I was like, oh, this is so much easier. Had I had my tools with me. I did this in a, in a gr- unheated garage. Um, if I'd had my tools with me, I would have loosened all the seat, um, bolts. bolts yeah. Right. Right. I wouldn't have taken them all out, <laughs> but I would have loosened them. And I think that would have allowed me to move things around, right. um, a little bit more. So I know that I don't remember if it's in the interview or not, but I know Dave is the, the instructions. So um, yeah, he did say that they changed their instructions to yeah. better fit the fact that like, most of us are DIY guys. We have our own set of tools in the garage. We're going to do this in the garage. So we we don't have a problem with taking some plastics off and loosening some bolts right. Right. to get this in a little bit quicker, a little bit easier. Right. So he said even like they'll recommend like take the seats out. It's easy. Right. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking. I mean, the deep seats come out. So we, yeah. You know, it's four bolts and yeah. a plug. Yeah. And you know, the, the other thing is, you know, making sure that you're able to get the, the wiring through it's slit so that the wiring goes into it and, right. and just making sure that lines up. Once that lines up, everything's actually a lot easier though. It's unbelievable how much that wiring gets in the way. Yeah. If, if you're not careful. And to take out the plastics, you center console is so easy too. Yeah. I did that like, two, two hex bolts yep. in the yeah. back. I did that and lifted it up and I was able to slide the back. Yeah. They're T35. T35. Done. <laughs> so I, I, you know, the other thing I think I remember you guys talking about, the it, it does have insulation <coughs> underneath, yes. right? Which is really nice because it's going to keep the heat down, the sound down. Yeah. Did you notice anything with the sound? Did it? I, it is It is quieter. Is it? It is quieter. Um, you don't have to run the radio as loud either. No, no, not at all. And um, so we, I took a trip today. I drove an hour and a half each direction. And the only noise I heard was through the soft top. Yeah. Now, before, I would hear tire noise right. through the, through the, the wheel floor, wells, through yeah. the floor. And now the only thing I hear is the t- noise through the, so, through the top. Which is really nice because yep. I mean, if you're on a long trip, like I, I know my the, the Jeep that we did the overlanding with, I actually dynamited the floor under the carpet. So yeah. I take the, the road noise, you know, and I think this kind of already does yeah. that, cuts it, out a lot of that. It does. It has three, three layers. Um, it's got the hard hardened top layer right. that, that everybody f- fixed to. And even with the snow and the water and the mud, it wasn't slippery at all. My feet right. didn't, didn't move. Good, good finish on it. Oh, great finish. And it I feels think good. He, he said that there, isn't that the insulation on it? It's like some kind of micro, what do they call that? So it doesn't like get moldy. And it's, if it does get wet, well, the, 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 the low, the 
lower bigger layer. one is is some kind of um, polyester. Okay. Um, or it doesn't hold blend. moisture. Yeah, it, won't, right. it won't get mold, mildew it all in out. it. Yeah. 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 I'm blanking too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's there it's, is some fancy name for it, and from an engineering standpoint, <laughs> I cannot think of it right now. No, I I, I, I wish I, I had their website. Well, up. well thought out. It, there's nothing that's afterthought on this. There's a well thought out and planned system. Yeah. Um, well, and, three years of development. Yeah. So like, they, yeah, they've been out less than a year now. Right. Yeah. Um, with the product available to consumers. But they started developing it. Yep. A long time ago, yep. they you know, asked us what we wanted and so I don't have one yet. I am going to probably, I think, I think I'm going to purchase one down the road, uh, probably this coming year, but you know, Billy, you have one. So if anybody sees you out in the trail, they should probably pull you over and take a look at it. And you have one. Well, don't pull me over. Just ask to see it. Just uh, (laughs) 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 Well, not not in the buggy, the buggy, the buggy. buggy. Well, the buggy might have some eventually. Eventually. They they said they're coming out with TJ. Style. Does so. that have a TJ floor in it? It does. Yeah, it does. Does it? The same, it still got the same floor? Yeah. TJ tubs. Yeah. So. To make that a real rock crawler, we cut that floor out and we put in that grating so we can see like a rock crawling. <sighs> now we got to put in plywood, right? Stop. <laughs> Isn't that, <laughs> that the key? Like a three quarter inch plywood, yeah, right? Stop sign. <laughs> I might be getting a dual air compressor. Nice. Mm. Thinking about. But anyway, <laughs> squirrel. Squirrel. Yeah, so uh, yeah, th- I mean, the armor light is. I, I'm, I'm envious to you guys. I think that stuff is just, uh, I, I don't it's, think there's a better system. Not, not, let me take the, let me say this again. I've been doing Jeeps for 20 years. I don't, I, I, I know there's not a better system there. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not a spray in. No, which has its know. drawback. Yeah. I mean, I we have do put liners, out I've photos been... on our Instagram page of Rhino liner after, well, it's <laughs> bed liner after. Yeah. I think it was three years. Yeah. It just, yeah. it gets a nick in it. Moisture gets in there. Just rusts. It does. Rust and, and, and you don't know and it. And but and they not. don't clean well either. Right. I mean, it will if you can pressure wash it, but you really can't, you no. really can't pressure wash the inside of a normal Jeep. Like you're not going to have a JKU. I can't Sahara. pressure wash the inside of the buggy. No. Yeah. No. Still so, has cloth seats. Yeah. Right. Like, and, and, and all the cabling that is yeah. ran underneath the trim, you, you don't want to do good. that. No, no. And the prep work, I mean, literally including prep, I was two hours under two hours total. So, you know, you can't do that with any kind of liner. No, you can't. I mean, so when I mean, we spray a, a liner at the school, um, similar to Rhino, yeah. um, but the prep work for the roof, the, you know, to spray it is a, is a lousy mess. Right. Um, and like I said, it doesn't clean up well. Great for a bed of a truck. Absolutely. You know, but, but that's a different environment than, yeah. than a Jeep. So I, right. I don't want to look at it or put my feet on, on that, you know, every day. No, right, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no insulating factor to it. There's no, you know. Yeah. So now I, there's nothing. You know, I'd say the next best competitor is WeatherTech. And WeatherTech's a great product, but the problem is, like, even my WeatherTech and my Jeep, it doesn't go all the way around the Jeep. So right. I still slop stuff down the sides and, and you know, they're, they're, that's an issue. Like yeah. if you pull my carpets out now, just from driving it in the snow and stuff, when I go snow wheeling, there's salt and stuff down the sides. Yeah. The carpet gets ruined yeah. anyway, yeah. you know, so, and it so. certainly doesn't have the insulating factor the armor light does. And no, and it, the it, reason I would say it keeps my Jeep probably five degrees warmer in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and probably you, the equivalent cooler in the summer. Right. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah, because you don't get as much heat. engine heat and right. all yeah. that stuff too. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Um, I, Sean, I did not put a coat of wax or anything on the bare floor before installing it. Um, I literally just cleaned it. Um, took water and everything. Well, it wasn't worn it. either. Like, right? You it didn't was. Need it was to. an you know a new floor that. Yeah. It, so it didn't really need it. Is it that did, something I could do like, in the future? Sure, I could right. pull it out easily yeah. and and do it. I don't know that I... I ran without carpets for probably two years. Yeah. So I needed to put something down right. or I just cleaned it really well and then right. put it all in. But yeah, it wasn't like it was rusting to start with. No. And you know my my floor looked brand new. I mean, right. it, it looked... I've only... I've had the... I pulled the carpets back enough to pull the drain plugs right. when it's gotten wet. And that's been it, yeah. you know. 
Ooh, I like my armor light. It's good stuff. Um, it's awesome. And they're a great company. I, it, I can't say any, anything negative at all. So come check ours out if you want to, um, to look at it. I know that, um, people have done that already and, and purchased their own. So it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah, we'll be around at shows, you know, in the spring yeah. as stuff opens up and up at OAA. And, and, and I know they're know. coming this way, and they're also going to start selling. I don't want to give away all of our no. um, interviews. Let's, let's get into it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, we do have a question, and this question was sent to us by Christopher um, T. Therm, 1986. Um, do, you, do you have this? You have this, right? Yes, the question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Go yeah. for it. You want me to read it? Yeah, read it, and then I think the two of you really are going to be the answers. All right. So, hey, guys, not sure how how well you, you are with XJs, but I'm trying to restore an 89 Laredo, and it's from a single owner. Perfect to start, start from, but I don't want to go crazy since my surround area, surrounding area is in Colorado. I'm probably fine with a 2- to 3-inch lift to get anywhere. I'm considering an upcountry rear with a one-inch shackle, maybe a two-inch coil spacer. I think a two-and-a-half to three-inch in the rear and two to two-and-a-half in the front, 30-inch tall tires. You guys know would uh, this sound relatively realistic. My suspension is kind of gonna going, so I'd like to use upcountry leafs as my, my base. So, um, and I apologize about me reading this. <laughs> I need new glasses. <laughs> so can I start off? Yeah, go ahead. I always do it. I kind of look at this and I want to say go opposite. No, we're right. Never mind. So I read it backwards. First of all, when he's talking about upcountry, they came with there was an upcountry package on uh-huh. the XJ that gave it like a one inch lift. Um, it was like a factory option. Um, the Laredo, if it has the wheels I'm thinking of, which was like a Oh man, I don't know how to describe it, and I don't know what they would call it. But it was like a multi-spoke sort of wheel, um, kind of an older style looking wheel with the plastic. Like gold and like silver ish. Nah, I don't think that's it. Um, they were. I don't know. A- anyway, I'm pretty sure most of the Laredos at that time. My my dad had one of these, bought one of these brand new, and it had those wheels on it. So first of all, starting with the wheels, I think they had the right offset for like a 31 inch tall tire. As far as the lift goes, I would do an Old Man Emu system. So Old Man Emu makes a system for the XJ, and I, I love Emu stuff for a good basic suspension. They make um, awesome parts. They do. They really do. It's it's actually Old Man Emu is owned by ARB, right. um, and they're a great company. Their stocks are great. Um, but they make a kit that, that is for 31-inch tall tires, um, looks like it is one and a half for the front and three for the rear. Um, I believe, and that sounds like it's going to give you a little bit of rake still. Um, and I'm, I'm a big proponent of keeping rake in Jeep because that's important for, you know, when yeah. you're going to, and we do, I mean, we throw a ton of gear in the back of them and right. stuff like that. That's what I would do. Emus ride nice. They flex great. They wear great. You know, uh, uh, and it's not a super expensive lift. And we're talking eight hundred and fifty dollars on Quadratech's web. If you don't have the right offset wheels, if you've got to change them, um, I would go with uh, the and Quadratech has them too. But the remake to the Moabs from the first generation Rubik. Okay, that would have the right bolt pattern. Right. Um, and I would change it to a 31 on a 17-inch wheel. Right. Just because tires are a little bit cheaper. I would agree with all that. So, that's what I got. And I think it's great. I think that would be a great build. I, I would love to actually, for him to keep it in the in the old-style right. Laredo wheels. And I can't remember what they call them, but it's sort of like a fan sort of. I know what you're talking uh, yeah, about. Yeah, they were uh, they were the right offset wheels that work with the 31. It would look really cool. You know, maybe a, an all-terrain tire or or even where you're at in Colorado, you might even want to go to a mud terrain. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a good quality tire like a right. BFG or, or a Nitto. Um, actually, up there, you'd probably be a little better with a BFG. They're a little bit better in mud and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And that Emu kit isn't going to make it look super jacked. It's going to be the right height. It's going to ride nice. 
You don't have to make any modifications to steering or driveline angles. Yeah. It, it, yes, 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 and yeah. yes. It's not going to, It's. I, I like the way you're thinking. It still maintains that Laredo look. It yeah. Because he said restoring, you yeah, know, so you don't yeah, want to yeah. get crazy with it. It'll and, have that they'll have that little badass stance to yep. it that mm-hmm. you wouldn't get necessarily from factory. Well, he's looking for that but, upcountry yeah, look. It, it, this yeah. would be very similar to it. Yeah. This and, would be very but it, similar. it'll have a nice look yep. to it. So I, I like I that. Yeah. I, I think that's a real good Send solution. Send us a pick when it's done. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. I want to see it. Yeah. And I hope that answers that question. Um, now that we would also do normally reviews during this time. Um, but nobody reviewed us and, that upsets me. It breaks my heart. I want some reviews to read. Give me some reviews. So I might not read them right on air, but I still want to read them. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing a an amazing interview with our friend Dave Ladd. Um, he's the senior director at Armorlite. We're privileged enough to have him on for the second time, and we get to talk to him about um, Armorlite and all the cool things that are going on now. I mean, the first time we... I love my Armorlite. I know, right? It's, <laughs> it's, it's an amazing product, and watching you and helping you install it, it I I came to love it and I'm like, yeah, that's why why doesn't every Jeep have that already built into it? I yeah, I can't say enough good things about it from just getting into the Jeep and first like you open the door and it's it's kind of one of the first things you see. Yeah, and yeah. then your eyes drawn to that little floor plug that's a little bit different. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's an awesome product. I love how well it's holding up. And I've had it in for probably about six-ish months yeah, now, yeah. and I, soap and water, that's it. Yeah. It's, cleans, it's, cleans up back to right, you know, the day I got it. Yeah, it's amazing. David, welcome, and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Thank you. It's good to be back with you guys again, uh, and I can't wait to catch you up on the last six months since we spoke. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm heading up this group, uh, this aftermarket group uh, in Detroit, um, and and. Our, our feature product is Armorlite, as you mentioned, and we we spent almost two years in the field um, back in 2018-19, really just talking to uh, wheelers, jeepers and wheelers on the trails across America and the various Jeep Jamboree guides, because we partnered with Jeep Jamboree for that time, to really understand what are some of the things uh, that if you could do differently, you'd want to do. The first answer across the board was we don't want carpet in a Jeep. Yep. Yep. Uh, now, now for for you know mall crawling and and daily commuting, that's a whole different story. Uh, but when we take it off off road, we the, the carpet's the last thing that you want to have to contend with after you've been on the trail all day. So, so we took that input and a lot more input from them about you know thermal insulation because it gets so hot when you're when you're crawling. Um, you know, water management and drainage, uh, durability, scratch and mar resistance, cleanability was a big one that you were just talking about, uh, especially when we get into these winter months, uh, but not to mention some of the trails across this country, right? In the southeast, yep. you've got that red Georgia clay, and mm-hmm. that stuff can get into every little nick and groove. Out in Moab, you have that real fine particle dust, and, and it gets everywhere. So, so having a floor that you can basically clean out with, with dish soap and a, a, a brush and just rinse it down is, is really the ideal solution. But all of that came from the folks out on the trails, and it made us kind of rethink, what. okay, this is what it should be. Let's, let's engineer this thing the way people have told us. And, and believe it or not, it's a much different engineering standard than what we're used to on the OEM side, the, the automaker side, because that's our big bread and butter business. We supply all the uh, interior components and flooring and acoustical components for all the major automakers in the world, including Jeep. So this was a big departure from what we've been doing for years and years and years, which is that a normal carpeted, you know, uh, uh, product that has an underlayment made of a cotton shoddy, and that doesn't do good with water. So, so we did quite a departure from the norm uh, to, to create this product. Yeah, but your your experience and background and all that answers a lot of questions um, that maybe someone that is you know like myself or, or Bill, we, we love to go out on the trail and we, we see things that we would love to do, but some of that stuff can't become a reality, but because of your background and, and the company's background, you, you have access to meld the two together. 
and put that real world experience with that quality engineering, right? We we do, we have and and along the way we've run into other companies like Best Stop, like Rancho, you know these names too. Mm-hmm. And these are also companies that learned that lesson. We're we're a younger company, but they learned that same lesson decades ago. Which is if you really want to make it right, you got to go out there on the trails with the folks that are really putting their vehicles to the test. Yeah, I mean that you guys know, your people that are listening in know that when you when you have done uh, trails like the Rubicon, like Moab, Texas Spur, the list of Cumberlands, the list goes on and on. You're putting your vehicle to an extreme test that you can never replicate in any of our laboratories in Detroit or or on a highway. You know where we do where most of the car companies do their testing right on tracks. Yeah. So it's um, it, it really was eye opening for us to to be able to recognize the opportunity that was there to really build something that was made for the trail. And that's and we kind of pride ourselves in Armalite being not just a, a a floor mat because it's not that it replaces your floor with a floor that's just superior and, yeah. and made for the trail. You put in a product that it. It's breathable, it dries, and it's also very uh, resistant to mildew, mold, all of those things that you know, it it changes the whole drive yep. of the vehicle. And then once you start adding those different aspects in, you get more out of it, of the noise reduction, heat reduction. So it's just absolutely awesome, the product, and we yeah. continue. Just can't say enough about it. So the last time we were, de- we were together... Um, you guys had the two door and the four door JK version, and well, half a half a two door <laughs> version. Yeah. So you guys were right. able to actually release the rear set of the oh right right JK right. two door. Yep. So now you have the full complete JK two door and four door. But, but you guys are working on some more stuff. They've been even busier. What you just released new products, right? Correct. We are uh, we're on quite a roll. Our goal <coughs> has always been to offer the full Wrangler lineup. So from from the TJs to the JKs, the JLs, the JTs, the Gladiator that's coming out. So we're on the this week. In fact, we are shipping our first JL four door floors. So oh wow! JL is ready and it's shipping this week. Perfect. Um, the right on the heels of that, we're finishing up our JT Gladiator tool. So in, in a matter of by next week, we'll be running first hits, which is just a trial out and make mm-hmm. sure they're fitting correctly, make the final tweaks and adjustments to all the equipment that, ma- that we manufacture with. And then uh, in a matter of a few weeks, we'll be, we'll be sending out Gladiator floors. And then we've got the JL two-door right behind the Gladiator. And then we're, gonna, we're still going to do a TJ. We have a lot of demand for the TJ, and we can't turn a deaf ear to it. We have to provide TJ. Yeah, it's um, it's so funny because I I look at the ads and you know on, on Facebook, and it looks like a regular Facebook post with the comments and everything, and you get about three comments in, and the first thing is, "Where's this? Where's this for the TJ? Where's this for a TJ? What I have this year, you know?" Right, absolutely. There are a lot of TJs that are still out there, and. We knew as we started this business that it was a declining market because there were fewer registered each year. But that's true on the roads and the, and the daily commuters, but I don't think that's true on the trails. Agreed. Those TJs will be around for a long time. And there's, yeah, proof, Bill's <laughs> proof. proof of that. Bill, yeah, Bill's second Jeep, his TJ, it, you it's don't drive t- it on the It's not a TJ You don't anymore, drive it on the street. But, yeah. But still has the same pan, so you could. Absolutely. Still right? same floor pan, so. I love it. That's awesome. I, I'm so excited that you guys are going to do those older vehicles because it, I mean, there, there's a lot of people that, you know, they love those vehicles more so than a lot of, you know, standard people that have a 18 year old vehicle. Like I have an 18 year old vehicle sitting up in the parking <laughs> lot and I don't love that vehicle, but these people love their yeah. TJs. Well, so first I want to say like, i work in the engineering fields. Like I know how much time, effort and like process goes into making these products. So first I want to like congratulate you on that. And because it's a lot of work to even, you know, begin to get this next product out. But so moving forward, let's think of, you know, you said we're in the winter time and we're looking at these products and how they hold up to the winter you know, salt, brine, and everything else. So how does that translate into what you guys take into account for, you know, some of those harsher chemicals, 
you know, how do you approach approach maybe a testing of using that, or is it just strictly like let's use it and let's abuse it? Yeah, that's a great question, Bill. Um, so because we are, um, our DNA is automotive, and right. we've been an automotive company going all the way back to the Ford Model T, doing the same kinds of products, by the way. Uh, we, wow. we really, um, we have to, we can't break our old habits. And the fact is that even though we're making this product for the aftermarket, it isn't required that we do all the same kind of durability testing like it is on the OEM side of the industry. Oh, right, right. But nevertheless, we continue to apply our Armalite products to that same standard of testing. Okay. So we do the the um, the ultraviolet testing to make sure it can stand up to hours and hours and hours of direct sun exposure. We do the free we freeze it, we bake it, we shake it, we do all the various tests that we do on the automotive side. We make sure that you know the VOC is compliant so that it doesn't release VOC if that's a health issue. Mm-hmm. And again, these things are highly regulated in the auto industry, which is the most regulated uh, yep. and stringent industry, period. Uh, and we apply all those same standards to the to the manufacturer and the design of the Armalite product um, because we have that predominantly it's built-in capability that we have anyway. So why wouldn't we do that same testing right. and all the standards? But what we've done with Armalite has gotten, you know, again, I talked about we parted parted ways from the traditional ways of doing floors. We looked at it and we said, well, let's make a floor, but let's take and integrate what would be a, a floor mat or all-weather mat. Let's just integrate that into this floor. So that so now for the first time there's a floor that had you would never put mats on this. You would never have to buy mats for, for this floor because it already has that functionality built into it. So that gives you better stiction or traction uh, in the wintertime. Uh, anytime, off camber, when you're trailing, when you're wheeling, you know, you want to make sure when you put plants on that floor that it stays where you put it. Yeah. So so those are some of the features that we designed into this. But going back to your, your question about, you know, the different testing, salt testing is right there on that list. And this time of year, you guys know how abrasive salt is. Salt can, can ruin just about anything, period. Yep. Uh, it, it, we've done months upon months of salt testing with Armalite, and we're very pleased. I honestly thought that was the one area that, you know, with enough exposure to that, that, that we begin to see some kind of wear and tear. And uh, I tell you what, it cleans up just like you mentioned. It cleans up with a little... A little brushing and uh, some dish soap, and and just you know gently rinse it down the floor through the drain, and it comes back to factory clean. Uh, I have had I'm not going to name names, but I've had my own aftermarket flooring products that that uh, I've had in my trucks and Jeep, and uh, I, I can tell you that you know once they stain, it's really difficult to get those stains out. And then when you call them and say, what do you, what do you recommend? They say, well, for 40 bucks, I'll send you this bottle of cleaner. <laughs> right. And then I took them up on it. I did it. And it still didn't take the same time. Yeah. So um, we're proud to be able to say that, yeah, even salt stains after a rough winter, like up here in Detroit, we use a lot of salt up here. Yeah. Um, they, they wash right out. And uh, we're, we're happy about that. So Well, salt um, is abrasive and corrosive. So right. it's it's like the worst possible combination. Because if you leave it on there, your foot is going to drive it in and then, you know, just over time it'll it'll corrode just about everything. Yeah. And it's I looking at yours, it, it's it looks when it's cleaned up the same it did when we took it out of the box. That's so impressive. Absolutely. Yeah. Good. I'm glad it's working out for you guys. I'm glad you're able to verify what I'm saying because it, it means a lot more if you if you lived it, right? Yep. Right. So I, it, when I, when I took mine and, and Bill's at the same time, when I took it out and I felt the finish, I was like, I feel like this is going to be slick and, you know, rubbing my hand on it. I could move my hand on it with very little resistance. Mm-hmm. And then earlier you said, you know, with the traction and literally when my foot hit it, it was like a break. It just stopped. It didn't do anything. It doesn't move. I, I was completely dumbfounded when I tried that. And my Jeep isn't the easiest thing to get into. No, not at all. Not at all. (laughs) Yeah. You need that kind of stability, especially climbing into your Jeep. You know, that was a clown show the other day when I climbed into his Jeep. And so I have racing seats in my Jeep. So I have the high bolsters on the side and for a gentleman that might be (laughs) a little bit larger than I am. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, even though our, our Jeeps are identical, they're both red. His is a lot higher and taller. And then Mm -hmm. those seats, I thought it was going to be a struggle to get in. But once I put my foot in, it didn't move. 
how do you how do you manage that kind of traction with a surface that actually um, is so cleanable? Because most of the time, when you have a surface that is cleanable, it's it's like glossy or slippery yeah. or it gets wet, and but vice versa. When you have a surface that doesn't matter, has that mud on it, yeah. or anything, it's always has the same traction. I want I want I want trade secrets here. I want. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I, I won't give you the whole recipe, but I'll tell you that the, the top coat on the floor is very, very durable, but it's a marine-grade top coat. And much like a boat surface, a, da- a deck when you're on the boat deck, yeah. um, it, it has that kind of um, uh, what we like to call fiction, where, where it, it's able to provide some kind of grip against uh, of whatever the sole of your shoe might be. Mm. Um, and even when there's fine dust, particle dust on it, like we're talking about places out west, uh, you, you still get that kind of traction when you're stepping in and out. Uh, that one, that lesson we learned on our own the hard way uh, the first couple of years before we had an Armalite floor, just stepping in and out of Jeeps with whatever the standard floor was or floor mat. And uh, when you slip a couple times and uh, when you're off camera getting in or out, you, you land on certain parts of the anatomy that remind you that you have to <laughs> fix it. So, yeah, that's so exactly that right. Was, that was a quick lesson. <laughs> um, so while we're on the surface, I the product comes in two colors and they're really killer colors, mm-hmm. right? It, and they, and they fit the majority of, of, you know, Jeeps out there. It, are there plans to have other colors um, available? Or as I would say, aftermarket to the aftermarket. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's uh thank you. That's a good question too, because again, a year ago, I would have told you, we just don't know because we're, we're just out there. We have to, we have to see what the customers tell us. Well, so since we've been out, we've been able to survey our customers about, well, what do you like? Well, resoundingly, everybody likes black, especially in the JKs, because most of those interiors are black. Right. But now with the JDLs, you've got a lot more earth tones and tans and browns. So uh, we, we developed the khaki, which is also available for the JKs. Mm-hmm. And it's not nearly as popular, but it has been an option that people go to. Um, and then uh, I think black will always be popular. It just looks so sharp. But uh, we're also, we've got feedback from many of our, our jeeping friends out there that, that indicate that some patterns would work. And I'm going to show you a couple because, and I think on this video, they'll, they'll come through pretty well. One of the most popular ones has been a wood grain. You tell me if I need to move it up or down or if you can see it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's, yeah. And that's clearly wood grain. That, that's cool. It's a gray yeah. Wood, yeah, it's a gray, and they specifically said a gray wood grain again because it picks up on the black or the the neutral the gray colors of the mm-hmm. interior that are already there, as opposed to a brown or something that wants to fake. We don't, we're, we're, we're not trying to fake to be like wood or convince you that we're really wood. It's just a wood grain pattern, and, and it, it's a really nice pattern that really seemed to test very well. Um, the other one, a lot of folks like the Digi Camo. That's awesome. So yeah. yeah that's, that's our second most popular. And this is after hundreds of surveys at different uh, vending events across the country that we've been to, all Jeep events. And then we've even got this Berber type look that if for those that do want a carpet, you still want a kind of a carpet look. It's not at all. And it even has kind of a three-dimensional raised look, but it's the same surface as the Armalite that you guys have, which, which is very washable, scrubbable, cleanable and waterproof. So it's, um, we are we are going to be introducing some some different designs or patterns, uh, and I and I at the end of that I still expect black is always going to be a bestseller, but at least giving people some options is um, is something we've been hearing back from our customers. We've got, we've got a lot of feedback from our customers in the first several months. It's been really helpful for us to keep improving and fine tuning the products. Well, just like every every Jeeper I know likes to customize their customization. You know, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And it, all right, I've I've got this floor that nobody else has. It's already unique in its in itself, but I want one better. I want it to be unique to, be to this me. Color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that that's cool. I I love those patterns. I think you know. It, I don't think you. Well, I don't know. I'm not in the marketing and and business side, but I wouldn't see you're going to sell a ton of those individually. But I think there's enough out there that people are going to go, hey. That speaks to me. I would like that. Well, it's just kind of going along the lines of the Jeep life because yep. everyone has their own Jeep, whether it's from mall crawler to heavy duty off-road rig to just the soccer mom driving her Jeep to go get her kids. Yep. You know, it's 
everyone has their own application and you know this is definitely going to fit that lifestyle yeah of, that that carpet would look really good in like a sahara that's been you know tricked out absolutely would, yeah that'd look good <laughs> I'm I'm already building my my next Jeep over here. <laughs> uh, so with with the cleaning, I know we talked a little bit earlier. What's the is, is there products that you recommend? Is there or is it really like dish soap and and elbow grease? Uh, I wouldn't recommend you put any kind of a cleaner uh, at all. It, it's just some of them are are abrasive uh, or corrosive. Many many are corrosive. Uh, by nature, so we've just found that the best cleaner for me is Dawn dish soap, but honestly, probably any dish soap, and not a lot of it, just a little bit of warm water. And and for me, uh, if you use a towel or a cloth, that'll clean it. Yes, but we have a, a a pretty heavy graining on the floor, and so some of that fine particle stuff can get in between the grains. So I just use an ordinary brush, nothing particularly mm-hmm. strong. Or, um, like a so, soft so or a nylon, brush. yeah, a nylon brush. Nylon brush, and just scrub it with a little bit of soap. Uh, hit it with a little bit of water, and let it let it rinse out the hole. And it, you always have to be careful whenever you're bringing water into the vehicle because you do have electronics and electrical connections. Mm-hmm. So you can be careful with a garden hose or with a bucket of water. Yeah. But basically, uh, it it comes right out with a little bit of brush scrubbing, and I don't mean heavy heavy scrubbing. I, I haven't had to do that yet. We we kept, and we're going to do this, we had this conversation just this week for kicks. We're getting into a whole new jeeping season this year with our Jeep Jamboree, Jeep Jamboree membership and some of the other things we're doing out on the trails. And uh, going from vending events to vending events like the Myrtle Beach Jeep Jam and the Daytona Beach Jeep Jam and all those. And some people say, well, you should put a new floor in for each event. We haven't. We've been leaving the same floor in. Then we take our same Jeep out on the trails all across the country bring it back, wash it up, leave it in. And, and one of the guys was, well, let's put a new floor in for the 2021 season. I said, no, why not keep the same floor that we've had in all last year yep. and just keep cleaning it up for each event? It looks like it's factory new, but it's, it carries a lot more weight. But you can say, this is the same floor that just did 15 major trails in the last you know six months, and, and this is what it looks like. I, this is what your season looks like. I agree with that 100%. Same. Because I'm not going to put a new flooring in every year, right? It, I, I think it's You're great. To. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I was going to say, I can't afford a new floor every year. <laughs> um, but no. that we makes made sense. it to last. Yeah. We built it to last as long as you're going to own your Jeep. You're not going to have to replace that. That's, that's why you're talking about the durability of it. There's a heel wear that would normally uh, uh, happen in about 5,000 cycles of getting in and out of your vehicle in a normal car. It would take about 25,000 cycles. Before wow. you start to see heel wear in, in armor light, and again, we over-engineered it on purpose. So, well, it's interesting that you brought up the heel wear because that's one of the things that you know every so. I can drive clutch, or you know, my girlfriend's car has just the standard OE carpets, and yep. in both spots of the clutch and the gas pedal, it's you start getting that you know that indentation of where your heel sits, but in. Big you red, a, I, nothing. nothing. It's still perfectly flat, and it's yeah. like I said, looks just as the day I put it in. Yep. Awesome to hear that. Good, good. We're doing our job right then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, we we appreciate you coming on. We don't want to take up too much of your time. Is there any last minute um, messaging that you want to get out, or you know, how can our listeners um, get their own armor light? All right, that's a good question. I'm glad you mentioned that one because I wasn't thinking about going there. But the the one when we came out last year, we came out with one factory direct website. Uh, it's a commercial website called GoArmorLight.com, and that's how that's the only way that we've been selling this floor to date. But right now, we're we're beginning to open up to the various uh, dealer installers across the country, all those Jeep shops that you guys know of uh, mm-hmm. from state to state, and and we're going to. Uh, We've had many of them contact us, but really haven't had uh, the means to be able to uh, provide them with floors for their bills. Now we are. So we're creating something just for the shops so they can become dealer qualified, and then they can go up and order at a wholesale price, oh, cool. and, and we can work with them. And, that, and that, that extends our reach and allows us to be part of their bills. Uh, and you guys know that they there are 
it's just enormous amount of it's a big, big business, and the number of shops are across this country that are doing those lifts and doing those builds. Yeah. And I like to offer a complete package, not just everything you're putting on the outside and the suspension, chassis, and body, but also why not open the doors for something on the inside? So uh, this, this kind of extends their service package and uh, and gives us another avenue to sell the product. But for those those folks that are just do-it-yourself wheelers, I'd say go to GoArmorLife.com. We've got your, we're going to, well, probably in the next two months, regardless of what kind of wrangler you have, we're going to have your floor up there. So that's awesome. That's great. Well, I, you know, I thank you again for coming on. And, and again, I, I think it's one of the coolest things, you know, that, that we have out there. Absolutely. We, we we do, we do quite a bit of shows and we're going to do even more this year. We were limited to what we could do last year with COVID. Um, but we I, do shows. I remember the first show, well, this past year, the first kind of summer show that I went to, yeah. we just got the armor light in and I was like, everybody get over here and look at this right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, you need one of these in your Jeep. And it was, it, and everyone that looked at it was even, wow. Just, yeah. Bill's, we're, we leave the doors open yep. and just, we show it off as much as we can. That's awesome. Well, I'm going to have something new for you guys coming out pretty soon. And for the rest of your listeners, we're going to have a complete cargo kit. And that's by demand of our customers. They have told us in the last year, we love the floor, but we want you to do the whole cargo area with the same material. Oh. So the, for the wheel arches, the, the back seat covers, and the whole cargo horizontal surface, they want the whole thing covered. And we're going to offer that kit. We're working on that kit right now, and we'll, we hope to have something by early summer, mid-summer. That will be a complete kit option. That's so, that's exciting. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's really. cool. I mean, that's the next step to complete the whole interior line of the Armalite product. Yeah, and it, also the I mean the back area isn't as protected as you know as it should be in my opinion. Right. You know, from, from an OE standpoint, right? Because that yeah. plastic gets scratched yeah, up absolutely and and dirty, and you can't clean it. Right. Right. That's awesome. A lot, of a lot of jeepers love their dog. Their dog's hair does not come out of that that or not. Yeah. Fabric, right. Yeah. That's that's brilliant. From because as you guys know, we're not even a year old yet, right? We launched last March, right, right, and we launched with just JK product, right? So, mm-hmm. and in a minute, when whenever it's convenient, I'll catch you up on what we're doing now with product. But um, we we need we didn't know what we didn't know. So from experiences like you just explained and other customers explained, we knew that we could improve the installation process um, because it, it is difficult to work with it. This is a, it's behind me right here, but this is a really, we've over-engineered it. Yeah. So because of that, when you're trying to manipulate it into position under the seat, it's a bear. Yeah. So you realize that the whole point was, let's try to do this, no tools required. But the feedback we've been getting from you and and the Jeep Life podcast viewers and, and the other Jeepers out there is we don't mind using tools. So if that makes it easier and faster, then let's do that. So with the new product we're rolling out, we're just simply suggesting in the instructions, take the seat bolts out or loosen them completely, just enough so you can wiggle the seat forward, slide the product under it, put it back, tighten the bolts. Yeah, we so, did. We did that, and that's exactly what we yeah. did. Yep. So, yeah. And the other thing that you know about Jeepers is most of them are DIY folks anyway, so they don't mind grabbing. They've got the tools, they've got the know-how, and you can save yourself some time by doing it that way. Yeah, I installed mine yesterday, and it's about eighty-five percent complete. And I did. I, w- I took out the trim um, completely so that I could put it back. You know, I didn't have to fight with it. It was just a lot easier just to lay that down. So it's it's funny you say that our new instruction our new instructions for the JL line that's coming out is remove all your trim. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Now with the JK, we said leave it in and just tuck it under. That's a lot of work though. Right. Yeah. I I found it a lot easier just to pull the trim out. I didn't realize how easy the trim completely came out. Yeah. And I was like, what if I do this? And all of a sudden, my world was a lot better. I mean, I've had my trim out probably <laughs> ten, fifteen, twenty <laughs> yeah. times. I don't even know at this point. And you guys are in Pennsylvania, right? That is correct. So you, you have the same cold winters we have up here in Michigan. So I'm guessing that you did it in a heated garage? Well, it was in a garage. It was, <laughs> there was a heat, but it did protect me from the wind. 
So it was, okay. it wasn't bad. I would have, I would have of course rather done it where I could, you know, lay the parts out in the sun and let them warm up a little bit and, and move it around. But yeah, it was yeah. fine. Much more pliable when they're warmed up and in the sunshine. And yeah. I think that was, uh, that was probably, uh, Bill's experience was, uh, he had a much warmer day, but it was a more pliable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks Dave. Take care. Thank All you right. very Thanks, much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Wow. <laughs> uh, thanks, Dave, for, for that amazing um, interview. And, you know, <laughs> this is our first time doing that. So I. It was pretty cool. We had, that was cool. Yeah, you know, we had no idea that it was going to be able to do this. And then um, we were trying to figure out how we were going, how it was going to end and get back into. And transition. Right. <laughs> we, we made it work. I think we it worked it work. out very well. We made it work. So well, when we say we, <coughs> we really meant Terry, Terry did right. and all of his. Techno stuff. Cool. Uh, space shuttle yeah. dashboard down yeah. there. Right. <laughs> Push that button. Uh, Hopefully it works. Purely experimental. Hopefully we get better at this every time. We have been, though. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely I, would I, say think, we have I think been. you're killing it, Terry. Oh, thanks. I, yeah. We're doing great. The listeners are joining in. I, to be honest with you, since we've gotten interactive and it's we. Fun. It's fun. It's fun. It it's a lot, a lot of fun, of fun yeah. having that yep. instant response. Um, that's pretty awesome. Um, so again, thanks Dave from Armalite to, to, you know, give us that time. He is so awesome. We were just he talking, is. um, behind the scenes that you know, he's a professional. He, he really is. And he just, he sees the value in his product. He likes working for the company that he works for. And, you know, it's, it's an awesome job to be able to, you know, take that product and see that it, the use of it yeah. in the real world. So my understanding this correctly, there's going to be digital camo. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> pretty badass. <laughs> like I'm camo, not a camo yeah. person, but I yeah. think that would be wood green, black wood green, yeah. different textures. Yeah. Yeah. That is going to be cool. Yeah. I think they're doing it right. They're, 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 yeah. they're going to start making it aftermarket to the aftermarket. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It, it's really cool. So, um, you know, thanks, David and and Armorlight for um, providing it, that time. And, and you can find them at GoArmorLight.com. Yeah, and just head over to their website right now. You can take care of all your purchases right on their website. Cre- click the product button, and that will take you to all the different products they offer currently. And also, that is where you would see the pre-order page of where you can obviously pre-order yeah. the next set that they're coming out with. So if you have you know, if you really want that uh, JK rear section, you want to pre-order it, absolutely log on to their website and you can yeah. grab it. And I want, I, I it's going to clash with my red Jeep, but those, those orange. <laughs> you want those orange <laughs> those body? Want, I want them in yeah. red. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, if they were in red, I. I Maybe. Hey, <laughs> da- David, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Make them in different colors. <laughs> red, blue, green. Oh, body match. Body match colors. colors. There you go. Those would sell. The problem is with that is it's tough to carry a lot of colors. It is, but oh, I'd buy a red right now. I'd. I think a lot of people would. Yeah, absolutely. I'm even thinking about pushing the orange just because it stands out so much. I think the orange is just like an emergency relief valve. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when there's when there's eight inches of yeah, when there's eight inches of water, pull the plug. You don't get open the bulkhead up. See it through. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That that makes. I think that was the thought process with the orange. I I like. I, I dig it. I like that a lot. Um. So if you're going to shop at GoArmorLight.com, there's other places that we'd like to send you because we want you to shop our stuff. Absolutely. Click on our link tree, which is in the About section of our Facebook page, in the uh, bio of our Instagram page. Also, it is in the header of our YouTube page. If you want to click our link tree, that will take you to a customized website that we are using for all of our websites and links to all of our different pages. So you can go to our swag page, which you can get awesome, you know, different swag from hats to, you know, awesome jackets, t-shirts, aprons, computer bags, and everything in between with Jeep Life logos. And it's just awesome that we can do that. And also on top of it, we have a call-in number. Oh, yeah. Which, did we get any call-ins? I, I, don't, I don't think we got any voicemails. Are you sure? 
So yeah. this week, what I want you to do, I'm giving you homework. Go and call in to our call-in <laughs> number, which is 484. <laughs> call in to the call in to the call in. Yeah, yeah. 484. Hold eight, on, let me, let me nine, put this in. One. 484 891 1172. Yeah. Okay. So go call that number, leave us an awesome voicemail review, something of the sort, and you might might, be lucky enough to get on the air. We might play it on air. If you you do it and it's good quality material, it's going in the air. I'll, I'll take um, one of these guys out. And Nikki G, if you're out there and you're listening. <laughs> oh, my God. We need to get Nikki some Nikki G, G on here. No, we don't need... Uh, I mean, is that what we're missing? Is that all we're, we're missing? We're missing Nikki G. I'm not. We need I'm our not own missing. Nikki G. Yeah. We don't need their... Well, we have Jason. <laughs> not knocking it. That's true. We do. <laughs> Jason W. Yeah, Jason he's W. A, he's our own Nikki G. Yeah, I love a it. A little more style. Sorry, Nikki G. Just saying, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but for Bill... Don and myself, man, thanks for listening and tuning in. Um, you guys rock, and I love it. Here's a big Jeep wave to you, everybody. Have a good night. Have a good night. Finally figured that one out, huh?